Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the Big Show Radio Network. Well, I, I, I can't explain it. I, I can't explain it. Don't ask me to explain it because I can't explain what is going on in this Packers game right now. I, I know that's what they pay me and Gary Ellerson to do. I I have no idea what's going on. Buccaneers up 31-26, minute 56 uh, to go in this one at Lambeau Field. The Packers uh, had an opportunity to get a touchdown goal for two, possibly tie the game, uh, and instead they kick a field goal and take it out of the Hall of Famer's hands and put it in their defense's hands. Now, I understand. Got three interceptions. Surely Brady will throw a fourth one and a half. That will certainly happen, Gary Ellerson, and that's why you do this. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm I'm not uh, gonna nitpick the game calling. Listen, you, you get a field goal, you get points. Defense got to come out and get a stop. I mean, that's basically what it is. If you don't get a touchdown, if you don't score, and then you're really behind the eight ball. So let let's get sure points, which they did, and let's see if the defense can get a stop. But you don't have to get an interception, but you got to get a stop. You got to get off the field. You got three timeouts left. And if they don't get a stop, defense don't get a stop, you know, it's over. I mean, it just I mean, so I, I don't I won't judge or nitpick that call. I maybe I think it's 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 the right call. I will judge and nitpick that call to the day I die, regardless well, of what I mean, happens that's what in you this do. situation. I mean, that's what because you Because again, it's not yeah. like you have um, I don't know, pick a quarterback, Garoppolo at quarterback or something like that. You've got the what we believe is going to be the MVP of the league yeah. at quarterback. Yeah. You have what we believe is the best wide receiver in the league yeah. at wide receiver and Devontae yeah. Adams. Yeah. I mean, I would love to know what Aaron Rodgers was saying as they made that call to kick the field right. goal. Oh, well, yeah, no, I, I think because he's been points. happy go lucky all year. Yeah, uh, I think you get the points. You get the sure points. Just get, get a stop. I mean, it, you had you got three picks already off of uh, off of uh, Brady. Ro- uh, Brady, and you only got six points to show for. Yep. So it's not like the offense has been setting the world on fire here in the, in the, in the second half. So um, let's let's get the sure points and let's let this defense get a stop. Defense actually has played much better than I thought it would be here uh, in the second half. Uh, the 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 big thing in this game we talked about it all week on the big show weekdays from ten to two uh, on a lot of these stations, other stations eleven to two and so forth. But I, I, I'm just saying the offensive line and defensive lines were going to be 
why this game was won or lost. And Correct. Billy Turner has had his issues. Ricky Wagner yes. has had issues, his yes. issues. The only guy that did anything in the first half defensively on the line was Kenny Clark. He was right. the only guy, and he got a sack, and that was about the only thing they had in the first half defensively. I mean, that that's the type of stuff that just drives you crazy. I mean, all this talk about, oh, Rashawn Gary, Rashawn Gary, well— Okay, here we go. Biggest game. Here we go. Preston Smith making a lot of money, dude. A lot of money. Where you been? I, well, that's, that's a, the type I think of the stuff. Problem, well, well, no. So what has happened is on Clark's one sack that he got, he's he's singled up. And so which means that they're giving attention to other guys. Sure. There's no way that Kenny Clark should be singled up. Well, he's getting singled up because that means that, that they're turning their attention to somewhere else. Now, I, don't, I haven't watched the All-22 or right. those types of things yeah. as of yet. But if, if Kenny Clark is getting singled up, then that means those other guys on the other side are doing their jobs with oh, double yeah. teams. And I don't know who's getting double teamed. So, so he's doing a great job. And now they just threw a pass interference penalty. They haven't thrown a flag for defense all or anything day. all they day. They could have done that on the Packers. Like, I mean, the I mean against down. the Packers receivers two or three times. And now you get one. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know if, Kenny, if Kevin King stepped on his foot or what happened. I don't think he shoved him. I mean, his arm was extended. I don't know. But it's going to be pass interference on the Packers. And, yeah, now they're really, in a, lot, now they're really in a lot Field of trouble. Position. If they yeah. weren't in trouble before. But now yeah. they really are. Right. Yeah. It's again. Either way. Another NFC Championship game. You were here again with Aaron Rodgers. This time you have home field advantage. Uh, and the way the first half ended uh, on that play that never should have happened, King gets lets the receiver get behind him. Uh, and beats him for a touchdown in the first half. Yeah, how does that happen? That was I didn't understand that. And then I and I, I tweeted it out right at half. I said that might be the backbreaker there that, that pretty much cost him this game. And I I just you know I'm a big believer in momentum. Now you can argue well halftime stops momentum and so forth. It's not like the the half continues. Maybe, but then you come out and you get another a fumble by Aaron Jones. The first one was recovered. He fumbles another one, and then on top of everything else, gets hurt on that play with a chest injury. And we haven't seen him since. So now you really think, okay, you give up the big play. Jones fumbles the ball. How in the world do you recover from this? And, hey, man, to the Packers' credit, they didn't give up. They didn't roll over. They continued to play. Got three picks and a half against Tom Brady. Can't imagine that's been done much in Tom Brady's career. Uh, so, I mean, that's big. But like you said, Gary, you you had three well, picks and you right. couldn't capitalize. You only got six. Now, if you want me to nitpick something and, and coaching, there's no way that that should, before halftime, that play should get behind you. You should have been in zone. You should have been not necessarily in prevent defense, but maybe like a cover three where uh, Kevin King has the deepest, the deepest on his side of the ball. But once again, they were in man. I mean, I would have been in some sort of, some sort of prevent or soft zone right before halftime. Like, okay, if you want to catch in front of me, that's great, but you're not going to beat me over the top. But the other thing was, didn't wasn't there a timeout right before that play? So was that like a group decision there by LaFleur and Penn and everybody involved to play well, that I don't, defense? I don't know if it's a group decision. You have a defensive coordinator uh, who's probably on his side of football that's making the call. I, I don't know if that's a group decision. I, I don't know. I'm just, that's why I asked. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if, if LaFleur, and maybe it happens with the hoodie, but I don't know if LaFleur goes in and overrules what Mike Pettin is calling that particular time. But either way, Steve, 
uh, as a player, you got to know, uh, keep it in front of me. So that's on King, you're saying? More than I'm not the saying so King, but like, like if I'm saying whatever it is, if I'm in man, what's going to hurt me the most? Well, listen, listen I'm going to give you everything in front, yep. but you're not going to get behind me. Give up three, I mean, that's fine. It's still a yes. one-score game. Yeah, it would have been 17 10. Yeah, big deal. And you get the ball first down seven. That's not end of the world stuff. No, no, not at all. That touchdown. Oof. That hurts you. That was a gut punch, and you're right. You get gut punch going in before. And I want to apologize to all my Twitter followers. I shut down at the halftime. I I hadn't done this for you. I couldn't get on Twitter no more. I'm done. I can't tweet. I'm sitting here and watching the game. So if I didn't tweet or retweet at the halftime, I just couldn't handle I, it. I'd anymore. like to apologize then on, uh, for that as well, <laughs> um, because I uh, wasn't on Twitter because I was driving all over the place listening to the game on the radio. After uh, Tampa Bay scored that touchdown uh, to start the second half, I got in the car and I started driving. I had to go drop something off by uh, somebody's house. Then I ha- I went and got Joe Zola, the executive producer, and we rode in together. So while all the good stuff was happening for the Packers, yeah. I was driving. So yeah. I walk into our studio after the Packers got their second interception and watch Rodgers get the ball and get mm-hmm. sacked and they go one, mm-hmm. two, three punt. I'm like, okay, maybe right. it's, maybe I should just go back in the car and drive around until till we get right. on the air at 5 o'clock. Right. I, I, right. I just – and it's Brady, man. That's what annoys me more than anything. You of all people know how much I can't stand this dude. And now he yeah, gets to go see, back again, man. God, yeah, a lot hey. of people got that I can't stand God. Brady. I don't – yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get that. And I then mean, again, on CBS Sports Radio, the national CBS Sports Radio broadcast, there's a who I don't even know who it was, but some dudes on the radio while this game's going on here in the fourth quarter, talking about you know if it was a TKO from Brady to Belichick before, now he's just smashing him in the face if he goes to the Super Bowl without Belichick now, and that's what they're talking about on the national radio yes, while this game is sure going on about the mm-hmm. Brady versus Belichick angle to mm-hmm. this whole thing. Well, it should be. They should be talking about that. <sighs> No doubt about it. See, and again, I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at the, the the very first drive that they came out. I mean, Brady had two drops on that first drive, and still got you seven. He was on the money. Sure was. Y'all talk about Brady being lucky and all this stuff. That man was on money, and nothing got. He just didn't get rattled at all. But he threw I mean, three he, picks he and a half, picks. and his team still yeah. won. It still was was winning. They ain't won yet, but they winning. Oh, it's just running it out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and let, let 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 me. Yeah, I, I'll wait. I'll wait to the game over before That's I really fine. want to say what I want to say. That's but fine. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. Do we have a passing? What we got a passing interference? Or too many men on the field here. Yeah, what that was got? too many on the field back back then. Yeah, yeah, it was too many men on back the field. Then. Now I'm behind you guys. Oh, that's okay. Now they just ran the ball. They're pretty much just going to run it out now. Okay. Uh, so uh, Craig uh, just tweets at Big Show Network another lost season. Let me just say, I'm going to go ahead. No, and, just hold uh, on. we got to take a break anyhow. we so got to take a break. We'll can, go take a break. By the time we get back, the game will probably be over. All okay, right, so let's ahead. take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk about the Packers and the Buccaneers NFC Championship game. 31-26, minute 32 to go. Buccaneers on the second and sixth play, just handing it off here, trying to run clock. We'll be back after this on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Wisconsin Wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Another conference championship game lost by the Green Bay Packers, 31 to 26. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, and Gary Ellerson with you live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. Dial it up. Let's grieve together. The Van Horn Direct toll free talk line 
855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. And uh, I, again, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Really, I don't. I, coming into this game, I really thought the Packers would win this thing by 10, somewhere area, in that area, yeah, somewhere more were, than you that. you were contemplating rolling the helmets out. I was. And I, I, I got fooled by some stuff. Like, I got fooled by how good I thought the defensive line and the pressure was going to be different than when it was earlier in the season. I was really sold that Rashawn Gary was going to make a difference, that Darius Smith was going to make a difference. Like, I, I thought we had turned the corner there, so I was, I was a little bit fooled there. Um, and I guess I had said that both lines were going to be the key to this game. Packers offensive line, Packers defensive line. Uh, and neither one really played all that well, to be honest, Gary. No, they, they, they played okay. I mean, we, we really missed back Tiari today. Oh, my I think God, that's yes. What, I think that's what we saw. I mean, yep. in, in this game, you finally saw that come to a head. Of your, I, I just want to say this uh, about our show, Winnie's Big Show, the Big Show Network, and about our crew and what we do and this. I, I thought that Josie Zola and his brother Alex too, took a lot of undue criticism uh, last week when Joe was explaining about things that kind of happened in Wisconsin history. And we did a topic, and I forget what it was, but Joe and his brother explained, you know, here's what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'm just kind of a little bit leery. But, yeah, I want the Packers to win. I think, Joe, yeah, I'm a, I'm for the Packers. I'm a Packer fan. I want them to win. I think Joe went on and said that. And then then I, then, then I think later in the week we did a topic about something about that, you know, you're concerned about. And then people on Twitter were, were they were coming. Why are you guys all the time got to be talking about this and this? Like, wait, you say what you want to say. If you're not concerned about anything, then say it. I mean, we don't, we just make well, a topic. Said it then, when he was out, he said he wasn't right, concerned. Right. And, and then, but then you, you go with it. But I, I think it's sometimes unfair when there are stuff in front of you. Oh, well, even last week, Steve was just so hyped last week coming on. I almost just like, well, why are they going to win, Gary? Are they going to win? Are they going to Super Sure, Steve, they're going to Super Bowl. I think as a Packer fan, yeah, you should always be concerned, really, of the unknown. Things that you don't know that could actually happen. I mean, we saw this team, we've seen this team two years in a row, and we've seen what could happen, what could not happen. It was a defense that, that was pretty good. I mean, you got three turnovers. I mean, that's that's damn good on Tom Brady. But then there was an offense when you asked yourself, self, they have playmakers in there without playmakers. It was a scheme within a scheme. I just think that maybe, yeah, I think we were going to do a topic about how much Kool-Aid are you drinking. And it's okay to drink the Kool-Aid. Drink all you want. I mean, you can get bloated and go to the bathroom every five minutes. But these are some of the things why we come up with the topics that we come up with. And because there is a concern, the, the, the Green Bay Packers, are, they were not, let's say, the 96 Green Bay Packers, where you knew that they were going to win, where you put the house on it. You go with the Packers and you go with them because they're your team. But then there still are concerns. Now, I got jokers on my Twitter feed. It's just kind of crazy where people were calling the game at halftime, and I actually laughed. I'm like, okay, where are all, where are all these people doing last week when they were calling like an automatic win, and then they were calling Joe Zinzola and his brother on the carpet about things that they, you know, because everybody have, 
you know, concerns or what they feel about organizations within Wisconsin. Like, we know what the Badgers are. And Steve already proclaimed in two years the Badgers are going to win national championship. No, I and said I, they're going to go to the playoffs. And I say, and I say, yeah, even national championship, Steve, I'll say, yeah. I say, yeah, they can go to the national championship in two years. I would agree with that because it's a, it's a it's a catch lightning in a bottle kind of a deal. They may get it, they may not. 50-50, but they're good enough to do it. Uh, if you look at the the the, the Milwaukee Bucks, I have to bring them into it, but I am anyway. Uh, it, it it feels like right now, yeah, they can get to the NBA championship, but other teams got better. Uh, the Brewers, I don't know what they're gonna do. Maybe they win seventy games this year, Steve. I don't know, but I mean, you still. So all these things to me are like are concerns. And I don't think guys should be badgered about the concerns that they have because it's real. No one thought that the Tampa Bay was going to come in Lambeau Field and put it to us like that. No one, no one thought that. But yet and still it did. Where Joe and his brother, or what, maybe me, sort of, kind of, had those same kind of ideas. That it's not, it's not as, I think I predicted the game to be like 31-28 because I thought it would be close. I didn't think it was a sure slam dunk. I mean, they, they still need some talent on this team that they're void of right now. And listen, we can blame the defense or you want to blame the coaches or whoever want to blame because that's normally what we do. But defensively, I thought they played well enough to win. Three picks, Steve, I thought was a lot. Special teams, we got to get better on special teams. I don't know what we're going to do with J.K. Scott. I mean, we got to get better there. Our return game, there's no return game. Uh, so we 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 got to find a guy there. We got to get better there. Offensively, I think we still need a couple to. I mean, we we need maybe we need another receiver. We saw today we surely missed back to Yari. And here I raised my hand up. Didn't think that we would, but they got after Rogers, and there's nothing Wagner could do. There was nothing. Uh, uh, who Billy Turner? I mean, they they played their best. They did the best that they could do. And if this was Aaron Jones' last game. So be it. I mean, you move forward with A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams, but you still got to get better offensively. Uh, to, uh, a stat that was tweeted out earlier today by ESPN Stats and Info that I just retweeted, and everybody's mad at me. Uh, right. Aaron Rodgers coming into this was 1-3 in conference championships, not 1-4. Uh, uh, Ken Stabler, 1-4. Donovan McNabb, 1-4. And, and Tom and Bra- Tom Brady, 9-4. They're the only quarterbacks to have lost four conference championships. That's Joe in the background, not realizing there's a microphone on in the studio talking. Uh, I didn't hear Joe. He's still, he's still yelling at the TV. AJ, because he doesn't want to watch what's on TV. What's on TV? Uh, well, whatever is on after they go to a Super Bowl. Oh, whatever the case <laughs> okay, may yeah, be. I don't see it yet. Yeah, okay. he's yelling. You, uh, yeah. AJ Northside, you're first up uh, on the Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, a quarterback, a halfback, and an H back. And the guys that, yeah, had nothing to do to help you to get to the Super Bowl. This is what you need to get to the Super Bowl. You don't do that. Jordan Love ain't never going to play. But look where we at. And now I'm sitting here hollering at you guys. But I can't holler at Gruden Coach. That's all I have to say. Thank y'all for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling, AJ in Milwaukee, listening on the fan. Appreciate it. A quarterback, we say ace back. And a halfback or a hat would, yeah, yeah, no, he's referring to the draft. And absolutely, 
Now, the H-back, of course, went down with a knee injury. Deguara. Yep. He probably could have been something this year. I mean, that's that's no fault of I don't know whoever. But he could have he could have helped us this year offensively. AJ Dillon, you saw what he could bring to the table with this team. You didn't play him a lot, but you see the potential there. And you and it feels like they're moving on from Aaron Jones after the day. Uh Jordan Love pick. You moved up and gave up a pick to go get him. I think that pick will most certainly stick in the craw of all Packer fans. Because that pick could have been a huge pick for this year. Even if you would have picked a guy and he would have been a bust, you still could have said you did something to help Aaron Rodgers. You look at this, this the Bucks defense, them boys over there for real, Steve. That, that Devin White is unbelievable. I mean, when he hits you, he hits you. He reminds me a lot and of, of like a Mike Singletary type player. I mean, and Mike Singletary wasn't the biggest dude, but Steve, he was just, he was hard. I mean, he just hit you hard. I mean, you there was like, when you hit him, there was no extra yards to be gained. And it just feel like, and that Devin White for them was a huge pick for them and paid dividends in their right now to the Super Bowl. Let's take another call. Was he a first-round pick or no? I forget. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, definitely was. When did he go? Do you know? I can look it up. Top half of the first, I believe. Did he really? So we had no uh, shot of getting him. Fourth. Fourth overall, Mayor Mitch okay. said. He's, he's worth side. the price of admission. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, let's go to Marcus, north side of Milwaukee, listening to the fan. What's going on, Marcus? Hey, how you guys doing, man? Um I'm going to try to make three valid points. Uh, first of all, uh, LaFleur got outcoached. Um, his coaching style is is now he's exposed. Um, you know. What do you mean he's exposed? Game, By, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said he's exposed. How is he exposed? As far as making decisions like the other coaches like Arians, he was not aggressive enough in the game. I mean, he was not aggressive when you had a chance to be aggressive as far as if you need to go for it on fourth down. And then the way the clock management was with Rodgers, which he is terrible. You're paying this guy all this money. He winds the clock down to nothing. He could have ran it in for two t- uh, ran it in yeah, for the touchdown at the end. And yep. then if the, let, me, let, me, let me wind something up for you here. Yeah. At the end of the game, he had a chance to run twice to the end zone. To he did. It. Yep, he, you're right. He, he, That's he, true. He had, a, he had a chance to do that. So let's not – don't play games with him. So then even if you had a fourth and one, fourth and goal coming up, there was still roughly two minutes to go. They could have went for it, and even if they didn't get it, at least you had Brady backed up to that point, okay? But you're going to kick a stupid field goal at the end of the game? Who are y'all talking about? And then this regular season nonsense, just like the Bucks. I don't care about the Packers winning during the regular season. All our team is at this point to me is just a paper team during the season. It's garbage. The floor got exposed. Rodgers got exposed. Rodgers cannot win the big damn game. He's a fuck. Now there you go. Thanks for the call. I got a tweet here from Tim who tweets at Big Show Network. Rodgers now five NFC championship games, eight interceptions. I I, I don't I I can't I don't I don't think 
Aaron Rodgers uh, is going to be the the fall guy in this. I think Mike Pettin's no. going to be the fall guy. Kevin King's going to be the fall guy. Yes, those are going to be your fall guys. They'll be yes. uh, the 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 smaller, much much tiny, minuscule group of people right. blaming uh, Rodgers. Alex uh, tweets, "What a joke! What do you do next year differently? What a shame! Rodgers chokes again. Defense sucks. Special teams sucks." Uh, that's Alex tweeting at the Big Show uh, Network. Joe in Milwaukee, you're next here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packer and Badger running back Gary Ellerson and me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. All right. Well, thank you, guys. There's a lot I agree with Gary. There's a lot I agree with Sparky, too. Um, I don't think any of this was Aaron Rodgers' fault. There was a drop by, what was it, St. Brown, the end yep. zone, the yeah. converted a two-point. Yep. There's a run that Aaron Rodgers could have made that I don't know if he would actually beat uh, JPP to the end zone, but Kevin King needs to be caught. Petten needs to be gone. Lan- Lancaster needs to be gone. There's plenty of moves that still need to be made, but there's plenty of opportunities that we could have had during that game. And like Gary said, that people were drinking a lot of Kool-Aid last week. Uh, I was uh, in Milwaukee right now on the east side. A lot of people were drinking a lot of things other than Kool-Aid, and a lot of people <laughs> could have been doing a lot better than Petten could have done. A lot of players are getting the ball off the line within the first, like, two seconds of Tom Brady looking. And Tom Brady doesn't want to get hit. He wants to throw the ball quick, precise timing. That's all that his offense is about. Anyone obvious could have understood that, and Penton couldn't have done that. And literally that was the whole first half at least. Like, I, I could go on and on about that, but, like, a lot of changes need to be made. And I want to alarm everyone, but the Jordan Love pick does not make any sense right now to overanalyze. Like, like we we got here without like Jordan Love even being a factor. Like, if we had one person, yeah, maybe it would have happened. But the one part I disagree with Gary on is if we would have drafted one guy and he was a bust, then we, oh well, we would have known he was a bust. Well, actually, then <laughs> I think the Packer fan base would have bitched a lot more because the first round pick would have been a bust. Right now, it's been kind of in limbo, so the Packers are like, well, we got here, so okay, maybe Jordan Love gets there and gets to being a starting quarterback at some point, but we got here without him doing anything, so hey, maybe he does something. But I'm looking at the Pfizer form right now. I really hope that this doesn't happen with Giannis, too. I think Aaron Rodgers is not at fault at all. There's a bunch of no calls, like the holding on Lazard, the Kevin King thing where they got called for pass interference or holding or whatever it is, even though he needs to be gone because he can't even guard Scotty Miller, who's a 5'9", white wide receiver, who, okay, maybe, you know, the white thing doesn't matter, but, like, <laughs> he, like, can't get off the ball. But, like, you know what I mean? He's a slack guy. Like, he can't get on the outside and one pass people. He's an intermediate guy that can right. get on a route and timing. Like, he's, he's not the guy that's a burner. Like, and Kevin King, 6'3", six, 6'4", who can run what a four-two-four-three in the combine would get us all excited that we didn't draft TJ Watt for, and all of a sudden he like he can't do anything. Like there's things I could ramble on for days about that we were expected to win this game. We should have won this game. Like Preston Smith caught gone. Sorry, you didn't do anything in this game. Lancaster gone. You didn't do anything. Lowry gone. You didn't do anything. Aaron Jones. Sorry, you found the ball twice. I, I'm sorry you got hurt. Like, I, I don't wish that upon anyone, but you're gone. Like, you didn't make an impact on one of the biggest games of your career. 
but you could have made up for last year with a lot of the Packers. All right, Joe, I got to let you go. I know you could. T- I know you could do the next three hours oh, of the talk God. show, but he's, we he's got we got to get to a break here because we're on the uh, the statewide Big Show Radio Network. If you're on hold, we'll get to you. Uh, coming up next, dial it up as well. The Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. See Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson. Don't forget, you can hear the Wendy's Big Show weekdays right here on the Big Show Radio Network. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. How did Green Bay's first score of the game happen? Who helped to put the points on the board? It's time for the Schulze Family Beef score of the game. Schulze Family Beef, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check out their selection and place your order today at SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Packers, break your heart. 31-26, Buccaneers over the Packers. Packers season is over. No Super Bowl again. Aaron Rodgers not 1-4 in conference championship games. 0-1 in games. Conference championship games, I guess, held at Lambeau Field. That was his first one. Uh, again, they come up on the losing end, 31-26. to Rodgers on the day, 33-48 of for 346 yards, three touchdowns and an interception, quarterback rating of 101.6. For the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, 20-36, of 280 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, a quarterback rating of just 73.9. Uh, and so, yeah, there you go. Uh, first score of the game, Joe Zanzola. Good matchup with Corey Lindsley, one of the best in the game. Here's one down the sideline. It is caught. Touchdown, Green Bay. Valdez Scantling on a beautiful throw from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and it makes you feel good for next year, hopefully, with MVS as he uh, finished pretty strong uh, in the second half of the year. MVS, uh, four catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown. On six, t- on six targets in the game by Aaron Rodgers, that highlight courtesy of Fox. Sparky and Gary Ellerson and Ron in Whitefish Bay listening on the fan in Milwaukee. You're next to the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hello. Uh, where they lost this game was obvious to me uh, in the first half and the first possession of the second half where they got behind 28-10. to 10 And we can, uh, you know, the last holding call or pass interference on King was the correct call. But there were Tampa Bay. I, I can count it probably at least a half a dozen times they were doing that the whole game and didn't get called any any of them, including that last interception of the first. Refs weren't calling anything on anybody. They they had what three flags all the way to the end of the fourth yeah. quarter throwing the game. Call that play, you know? I what I, mean? I hear you. I, it's frustrating. I agree. There was even a, a play where uh, Gronk had his only catch in the game, and there was a block in the back by one of their offensive linemen. And I said, well, they're not going to call that either. I guess, huh? So, um, I mean, to me, the, 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 the couple of people that need to be gone is Kenny King. I mean, if he, he can't tackle, if you notice, also. He can't cover, obviously. You know, uh, so uh, I, uh, to me, he, he's, he, he's out of here because if you're going to pick one person to be the, the, the uh, goat of the game and not the good goat, that he would be it, uh, especially at the end of the first half. And Petten, I, I don't know if anybody notices – at this age, Tom Brady is so afraid of getting hit that if he's going to get close to him, he just throws up a punt in the air. I mean, there was a possession in the fourth quarter where they ran some kind of screen play. The guy wasn't even near him. He spiked the ball. Yeah, that was Brady spiking the ball, yep. 
and uh, to me, if I, I don't understand it, you know, they, do they ever rush more than four? The one time they remember them blitzing, Brady throws a punt in the air and Alexander picks it off. Yeah, and that spike, in the, that spike in the ground you're talking about, that was a third down play. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, that was a third down play. And I was and like, what is he doing? Five yards from it. The dude yeah. is 43. And just, you know, and just like Brett, he finally realized, he said, man, I don't want to get hit anymore. I'm too old for that. Yep. Yeah. And, and and they just let him sit back there. I don't understand. Well, I don't think they let him sit back there. They just couldn't get to him. Thanks for the call, Ron. I mean, right well, there. Right, Steve, I mean, you're right about that. They they were rushing five. And they just couldn't get home. Right. I mean, guys I mean, just, they, they were right. So when you're rushing five, that means you're bringing an extra guy. Correct. And they just couldn't get home early on. Disagree with uh, Spike in the ground. That's actually a smart play because Tom Brady felt like his blocking protection were going to break down, and they needed three, and so he threw the ball away. So the he, guy was open, wasn't he? Wasn't he like, I don't know, three or five yards yeah, from Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't going to chance it. And that's smart play. Got rid of the ball, and let's let's get three and get out of here. And that's what they were able to do. I mean, that's pretty much sealed the game for him. So he wasn't going to take any chances on that. And, but, no, I don't disagree that he's not right. You got to get Tom Brady off his spot. You got to yep. make a move. No, he does not want to get hit. That that is true. But and the next thing about Kevin King, if you want to say anything about Kevin King and you say he can't tackle, maybe the strong suit of Kevin King is he's a better tackler than he is a cover guy because he'll hit you. So to me, I maybe Nick Picker disagree with all that all the way around. Big dog, can tackle. big dog 45 tweets at Big Show Network. Follow us on Twitter, by the way. Like us on Facebook. Check out the website for all of our podcasts, BigShowNetwork.com. Big Dog 45 says, tough one to swallow because we've choked down three other almost since 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how the organization goes about filling holes on the cheap, we seem to be the new Atlanta Braves of the 90s. Close, but no cigar. Is that yeah. acceptable or not? Hurts when you have such a good QB. Yeah. I mean, he's right. And, you know, that's kind of what's been happening with the Packers for the last 25, 30 years. I mean, yep. we, we've been here. We, we've seen it. And so it's just really tough to try to get so high with the highs with, with this organization, with this team. Because, you know, you see it and you see it and you see it and you know it's not a surefire thing. Do you have a chance? Yeah, you, you got a chance. Things go right. But if they don't go right. Can you overcome that? And you just you just don't have enough to to overcome it. Mikey, listening on Radio.com app in Knoxville, Tennessee, you're next here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary Ellerson and me, Steve Sparky Fife. What's up, Gary and Sparky? You know, What's up? been listening loud and clear. It's, a, it's everything you guys were talking about leading up to the game, you know, is the defense going to hold enough against the run game? Mm-hmm. Susceptible. The turnovers, one before half, one right after, mm-hmm. crucial. You're down 18 going into the midway of the third quarter. That's a very hard feat to overcome. So, all in all, good season. But, I mean, fellas, I, I don't see anything changing with this LaFleur offense personnel you have, DeGuara coming back next year, A.J. Dillon probably getting more of an involved role. And then what do you do with Tanyan? Is Sternberger going to stick around? I mean, this is it. You have the game at home. You have it with 12. You have it with the floor. This is the second year. And you come out flat, arguably. You come out flat in the first half. You can't recover. And, you know, 
Tampa Bay is he's not going to make he made his mistakes, but he's not going to make enough to where he can get back in the second half. They lost. It is what it is. It sucks. I look forward to you guys breaking it down. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Hey, real quick, Steve Brashard Breeland, he played for the Packers, right? Sure did. Yeah, he's been Why with Kansas, we let him go? With Kansas City the last couple of years. Yeah, they what just let happened? him go. We just let him go. Just let him go. Is yep. that like Casey Hayward just and, and Micah Hyde kind yep. of a deal? Yeah, but he was a vet when he got here, um, and they had him for a cup of coffee here, and then uh, let him move on to somewhere else. Yep. To Kansas City, right? Yep. Yeah. Jim tweets at uh, Sparky Radio and Big Show Network. Sparky, how many more times do you really think they will be here? You think Rodgers will have an MVP year? Do you believe that the front office will make changes that need to be made? One more year for Rodgers, and he's gone. That's Jim tweeting at Big Show Network and at Sparky Radio. There is a uh, undercurrent on Twitter right now. Okay, uh, the window now being closed after this for the Packers no, going forward I because disagree. of salary cap issues that they're going to have going forward. Uh, players are probably going to lose this offseason. You're only going to be able to replace him with whatever draft picks they get. Not a lot of people believing in the draft pick scenario for the Packers going forward, drafting at the end of each round. Uh, so there, there's an undercurrent. It's not a majority. It's just an undercurrent. Yeah, I disagree. Right I disagree now. with that, Steve. Well, again, I mean, they have... got they got some decisions to be made, but I, I disagree. They, there's a lot of things that they can do, and and maybe maybe they move on from Kevin King and they don't pay him big money. Maybe they move on from Preston Smith and they don't they void that contract, and maybe they move on from Aaron Jones. And then on the flip side, of that you keep Corey Lindsley and you keep your offensive line intact. You come back, you're running with. Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon. I mean, that's, and then you try to develop another corner out there somewhere. We're, you know what? Maybe that's what happens. We're on eight o'clock tonight. A couple more hours for you to hop aboard. We'll be here for you, Gary Ellerson and Sparky. The Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line. If you don't have it programmed into your phone already and saved, do it now. 855 830 8648. 855 830 8648. Experience online car buying on your terms. With Van Horn direct, the Packers come up on the losing end in the NFC Championship game, 31-26 to to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're listening to the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Big Show Radio Network. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Somebody stood out today. That player is the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's see who Gary and Sparky choose from today's game. Brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Locations throughout Wisconsin and Iowa. Family born and employee owned. On the web at VanHornAuto.com. Packers get their hearts broken again, as do the fans. 31-26, Buccaneers over the Packers. Uh, And now we have to pick an MVP uh, of the game. I don't know, man. I guess I lean towards MVS. Uh, or maybe Aaron Rodgers. I probably lean towards MVS, Gary. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because that's what I was going to say. Let's let's go with MVS. Man, kids come a long way. Uh, no doubt. Since the beginning of the year, with all the drops, and then he comes back and have this type of game. I mean, like now, if you can, if he can develop like you want him to, you go get another receiver in the first round next year. This offense is still where it needs to be. And then if you can get a, a, a defensive player, uh, maybe a linebacker or another corner opposite of Jerry Alexander, uh, you're, you're right there, Steve. You're right there. And then you got Daguerre if he comes back, your ace back, because you may move on from Sternberger, not sure. But if he comes back, you add him into the mix. Yeah, you, 
you might you might be okay. Runyon uh, next year got some seasoning. You yeah, yeah, you're all right. You're what what teams in the NFC next year is going to be that team that that you're going to fear? Tampa Bay again. There you go, and you and you feel like you can beat them. You feel like you can. Although you you're owing two with with, with with Tampa Tom, but you feel like you can. I mean, there's no team in the NFC just really scares you today. There, there really isn't. Packers lose thirty-one twenty-six. Uh, listening on the Radio.com app in Woodstock, Georgia. It's Adam next on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Only got a couple minutes left here. Adam, what you got, buddy? Hey, um, first of all, thanks for taking my call. I've been with you guys a long time. Thanks. Time I called. So, anyways, um, real quick, I want to disagree with Gary. Um, you can't play one half of the game defense and expect to win the game. Secondly, I want to talk about the last play of the first half. Eight seconds left, no timeout. You could have rushed two guys, lined everybody up on the goal line. They didn't want to score anything. Okay? Three. Okay? You can't expect the offense to play perfect every time and win the game. The defense has got to step up. And Pet needs to go, man. I mean, Well, the defense got you three picks, point. dude. I, but that was in the second half. They already gave up 28 points. Well, well it doesn't matter. It still, still got you three picks. I mean, they're – the, well, it, it, there's, no, there's, I mean, how many, how many points have we put up on Tampa? Gary, there's, there's no, there's no uh, leeway for any kind of error at that point in time. You gave up 28 points in the first half. What, what I'm saying to you is those defenses doesn't exist anymore. It's what I'm saying to you. Well, I mean, you got a man up. It, you, it, that brings another point. They're soft. They've been soft forever. Look, it goes back to 2001 or whatever it was. Michael Vick, you lost the, the first playoff game ever in Lambeau. The guy who dumped the ice in the train to Bob Harlan should have been fired at that point in time because the precedence was set. It's okay to lose then. It's a problem. They're soft. You know they're soft. Everybody listening has been soft. I agree with everything that everybody said previous or prior to me calling. I mean, when is it going to end? It's like, look, I'm down here in Atlanta. I talked to a Falcon fan the other day. He's like, I don't feel sorry for him. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you've only loved and lost twice. And the first love is like, yeah, I'm just happy to get there. It's like, your heart can't take it anymore. It's just, this is insane. In no, it is insane. Guy, yeah. Adam, yeah. I got to let you roll, yeah. man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, Falcons fans. Yeah, they, yeah no. I mean, I had a really good quarterback, but he's not at the level of Aaron Rodgers, uh, is Matt Ryan. That's not even close. No. Uh, Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Gary Ellerson with you, the former Packer and Badger running back, taking your calls on the 8 o'clock, 31-26. Buccaneers, break your heart and the Packers' hearts as well as Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are headed for the Super Bowl. If you're on hold, we'll get to you coming up in the next segment. Stay tuned. It is the Green to Go postgame show here on the Big Show Radio Network. Station Strong, the Big Show Radio Network. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the Big Show Radio Network. come up on the losing end in the NFC Championship game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-26 despite Aaron Rodgers throwing for 346 yards, three touchdowns, a pick, a 101.6 
uh, passer rating. The Packers ran the ball a grand total of 16 times. Six carries by Jones, seven by Jamal Williams, three by A.J. Dillon. And, uh, yeah, you would just assume they would have ran the ball more, but uh, situations were what they were, and uh, that's how it all played out. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson here with you, letting you vent. Would that be the best way to put it, Gary? Letting them vent? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, go ahead and vent. Vent, yeah. right. Uh, okay, let's go to Irv, listening to the fan in Milwaukee. You're next on the Green and Gold postgame show. What up, fellas? Listen, it's unfortunate and fortunate, as Packer fans, we're fortunate that we hear every Sunday – on a championship Sunday every year. But it's unfortunate we keep coming in up on the wrong side of it. As my boy Jake would say as he's um, drinking his Myers rum, the Buccaneers were playing chess and we were playing checkers. I think um, LaFleur got out coached because, you know, they got us behind and they stopped running their offense. You know, he, to me they were going for the big plays when after those interceptions instead of just running their offense like they have been doing the whole game. When they got back in the game, they ran their offense. They did what got them to this game, and they just got out of it. And the only time they, to me, they ran their offense was when they were going down the path of the game. And Rodgers, you know, we all see how great he is, and in those great moments, you're supposed to make those great decisions. He could have ran the ball in twice. I, I just don't know sure why could've. he did it. Yep. And I, I don't know why they didn't get Ricky Wagner some help. And then they just brought back feelings of the draft. You know, you, you, you plug a, you know, difference makers on your offense, you know, on your defense, like Patrick Queen. You know, Jordan Ludden did nothing to help us in this game. The Water didn't do nothing to help us in the game. A.J. Dillon played okay. But I just think in these drafts, you've got to take the best defensive player or you just take the best O-lineman that you can. Just so you end up to the day like today when Wagner was not playing good, you plug somebody else in there. I think they should have moved um, my guy um, – the Pro Bowl player to the end because Wagner was getting beat up. He was limping the whole game, and yeah, you did was. nothing to help him. You did nothing to help him out, and they just they ate him up. So you know when you're not running your offense, you're trying to get that big play down skill that has to open up with time. It's not going to happen. So next, you know, going in next year, they got to make some good decisions, and um, you know, so we don't have to be sitting here, you know, second guessing if we. Yeah, and why? Where was Tremont Williams? You know, Kevin King. Yeah, I don't know. Shannon you know, Sullivan, Kevin King. Yeah, I have no yeah, idea. They, I don't know. Sullivan was getting up. Kevin King yeah. was getting up. you got to make the appropriate adjustments if you want to win the game. And, again, you know, thanks for the call. That's something that Brady does very well. He finds that weakness, and he just attacks it for four quarters, Gary. Yeah, I mean, they were playing man. They were playing a lot of man. And most teams do this when you get into – uh, you know, these type of situations, championship games like this, they single out the weakest link. They're going to stay away from Jair. And we're going to go to Sullivan, and we're going to go to King. We're going to have a feast there. And they were in man a lot. They didn't play a lot of zone. They were in a lot of man. And then they, they liked the one-on-ones that they got. No, I mean, a, a lot like MVS. I mean, Rodgers went to MVS quite a bit because they got a lot of man on MVS, and we made them pay for it. Alan Lazard kind of came open on an underneath route that he went to Devontae Adams with three straight times. That's another touchdown that that, that we could have had had Rodgers saw can him you, come can uh, you, open underneath. Can you explain to me why, and I understand, Hall of Famer, best receiver. Okay, fine. But you ran the ball down their throat to get to that point, and then you didn't run the ball once in that area, not one time. And they, they weren't stopping you running the football as you, on that specific drive I'm talking about. You were pounding it down, down down their throat, and then Aaron Rodgers decided Tavante Adams is scoring a touchdown one way or the other here. And the first right. throw, 
It did. Devontae Adams should have caught. Back shoulder, right? Was that should've back shoulder? Yeah. yeah. He turned around. He tried to grab it and went through his hands. And right. like Aikman was saying on the call, you know, he probably catches that nine out of every ten times. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, not, not much you can do about it. Trell, you're next listening on the fan in Milwaukee. What's going on, Trell? Hey, what's going on with you gentlemen, man? Hey, what's up, T? Man, I'm hurt, G. I'm hurt for real, man. Um, I thought this was going to be our year. Uh, I finally had faith that we were that team. Um, T, before I get to my points real quick, I just want you to help me out real quick. Um can Aaron Rodgers still win the big game? Well, I, I think he can. I mean, they'll be back here next year. I mean, I, I don't think this is it. So they'll be back in the same spot next year. I'm not sure if he can win the big game on this team anymore. Um, okay. I've defended him from that. That, has been, that argument has been out there uh, from some sure. people, and I have been adamant against it. Right. But – uh, if you recall, uh, in the game when we scored those two touchdowns and got back in the game, we were down by five. Right. Rodgers went up to Zadarius Smith and said, get a stop. you got to get a stop. You know, you got to get a stop. And they did that. He got two stops Yep. after that. And, I mean, I understand that they were getting pressure on Rodgers, and I said that was going to be a key for this game. I knew that was going to be the key. If our offensive line was able to play – the way they played against the Rams and the way they've been playing uh, later on in the season. If they could play to that level, we would win. But if not, it's going to be an issue. And it, and it showed up. But Rodgers has got to make it happen. He's in full control of that offense. He's been the MVP all year long. He's got to make it happen. When you ask your defense to get a stop and they give you one, you've got to cash in on that. Um, I'm going to say something, and I know it's not going to be popular. The hey. Packers right now trade Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I, well, I just all right, Trell. Thanks for the call. We gotta get to a break. Thanks for the call. But I, I'm just gonna say something here. I don't know what's going on. We have the audio, and I'm we're gonna play it for you coming up next year. Just hold on. Trust me, you're gonna want to stay around. But Matt Schneidman uh, of the Athletic, who covers the Packers, has all year, uh, and I'm seeing other people tweeting the same type of stuff. He just tweeted Aaron Rodgers fully sounded like someone who doesn't know if he'll be the quarterback here next season. That's what he just tweeted after listening to Aaron Rodgers talk. You're going to listen to Aaron Rodgers talk next here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Wisconsin Wide, the Big Show Radio Network. One has to say heartbreak, right? 31-26, Buccaneers over the Packers at Lambeau Field. Season comes up short again for the second year in a row. They go 13-3, and and for the second year in a row, they lose to a team who they lost to in the regular season. Uh, last year it was San Francisco. This year, uh, Tampa Bay. And for the second year in a row, they will be sitting at home watching the Super Bowl between Tampa Bay and either Buffalo or Kansas City. Buffalo up 9-0 at last check uh, near the end of the first quarter. Uh, over Kansas City. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers uh, talked after the game, and this segment brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. RobertHackDiamonds.com. 
I want to play this now versus waiting. Normally we would wait, but because I'm seeing all this reaction from people covering this press or who've covered this team all year, making comments like, this sounds like a quarterback who doesn't know if he's going to be here next year. Gary, I think we should play it now. Go for it. Here we go. There he is, Aaron Rodgers. That's about as gloomy, I think, as I've heard Aaron Rodgers after any loss in the entire time we've had Aaron Rodgers as quarterback in Green Bay. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, again, I I, I disagree, I guess, with the premise uh, that a couple of guys put out there that sounds like he's not coming back or a guy may have played his last game in Green Bay. Um, I I guess I'm not there. Now, Matt LaFleur even got asked the question in his press conference you'll hear in a little bit about – about Rodgers' future here, and he pretty much said, hell yeah, he better be here next year. He's our leader. He's our and soul of our team. He better be here next year. Like, where the heck did that come from? I guarantee you, when that Matt LaFleur press conference got done, he probably walked over to Aaron Rodgers, wherever Rodgers is, and said, uh, some of you want to tell me, why am I getting asked questions like this in my post-game press? You're like, what is going on? Right, Gary? I mean, I I, yeah. I, I would assume yeah. if I'm uh, Matt LaFleur, so, I'm hightailing it over to him first. So it's it's not unusual, Steve, uh, if you really think about it. You talked a little bit about it earlier this week. I've been talking about it all year long. His press conferences all year has been almost kind of like he's reminiscing. Yep. He's a little bit more deep thought. Uh, it's a little bit more emotional. Uh, and this was no different than all the other ones that, that, that he has had. And – Maybe a little posturing, too, in this and trying to get back the controllables, if you will. Uh, But most certainly for me, nothing different than what we've seen from him all year long uh, from Aaron Rodgers. And listen, it was a big loss for them. Yep. uh, And he's trying to process that and get over that. So he's going to say some things that maybe that's probably on his mind, but... I don't sense that he's not going to be the Packers quarterback next year. I think the only way he's not the Packers quarterback is if he retires. That's the only if way he, it happens. And, and, and I tweeted that out earlier, well, just now when I saw uh, LaFleur's, I go, I don't even know why this is to be questioned. Now, if Rodgers himself decide he doesn't want to come back, then he won't come back. That's right. on him. That's devastating to the Packers if they get forced right. to play Boiler Love next year. Jerry, right. listening on the Radio.com app in San Diego. You're next on the Green Gold Post Game Show with Gary Ellerson and Steve Sparky Five. Hey, Sparky, i got to say, I really appreciate you uh, amongst the folks who cover the Packers kind of keeping it real and being willing to talk and maybe even criticize the Packers for not getting to a Super Bowl the last 10 years. But, sure. Um, it's kind of interesting, you know, hearing Aaron there, um, I don't know if many fans are aware of it, but the individual, the wide receiver who was held by Kevin King on the last play, uh, Tyler Johnson, uh, was a fifth-round rookie out of Minnesota. He would have been there in the fourth round for the Packers to select. But, of course, Packers used their fourth-round pick to trade up for a quarterback who didn't play today. So uh, we're, we're in Green Bay uh, apparently always preparing for the future while we're squandering 10 years of getting back to a Super Bowl. Uh, that's one point. The other is we've heard a lot in the last week, Sparky, about how great um, Ted Thompson was as a general manager. I think it's only fair to point out that in 2014, he selected a secondary person in the first round, haha, Clinton Dix, who was a bust. He selected uh, in 2015 Demarius Randall in round one and Quentin Rollins in round two. They Oof, were busts. Yeah. In 2017, he selected Josh Jones in round two, and he was a bust. And then there was Kevin King. He's the best secondary player. 
Ted Thompson selected out of five first and second round picks during, between 2014 and 2017. He selected Kevin King over the defensive player of the year this year, T.J. Watt from Wisconsin, when his entire front office wanted Watt. Well, let me let me ask you this before you know, and so and so let me before you hang up because you do you hit and miss on the pick. Uh, pro Bowl All Pro players on the roster today that Ted Thompson picks pick who are they? Do you know? There is one on the defense, Kenny Clark. He was awful on the defense, Gary, for years and years and years. No, 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 no. I, I did did he Devonte Adams? Devonte Adams. His first. Few years, he was awesome. No, that's not what I asked you. Did he did he draft Devontae Adams? He did. Who did, who did, did he draft? Hold up. Did he draft David Bakhtiari? He did. Did he draft Corey Lindsley? That's part of his legacy. Awesome. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. So, but yeah, I, but my point is, you, you're gonna have some misses, and I'm not making an excuse for that. But when you come on and talk about all the guys that were bad, and there are a lot, and there are some, but if you look at today's roster, right now today, I, I would venture to say the reason why, if you want to bang on Ted, the reason why I think they're in the position they're in right now, I think the best players on this team are drafted or were drafted by Ted Thompson. I mean, I could be there, wrong. There, tell me all the great players Ted drafted around that defense. Kevin King or Dean Lowry? Which one is better? No, that's not what I asked you. I'm just saying, yeah, there are some mistakes being made. But if you look at the quest to the NFC Championship today, the best players on this team were drafted by Ted Thompson. All right, Jerry, thanks for the call. Let's go to Vincent listening on the fan in Milwaukee. You're next in the Green and Gold postgame show. What's up, Vincent? Good evening, guys. Uh, another disappointing ending uh, to a Wisconsin team. You know, it's uh, – Time after time and again, uh, yeah, these Wisconsin teams, the Bucks, the Brewers, and, and the Packers kind of break your heart. And uh, if anybody would have told me that uh, the Packers would have, the defense would have three interceptions uh, and they would lose this game, uh, uh, I just wouldn't have believed it. So you just can't blame this on the defense. And I think Aaron Rodgers knows this was, this was their chance to, to move on to the Super Bowl. I think that's why he's so disappointed. How many years can he have this kind of year that he had? Correct. He had, he had an MVP year. Can, yes. he, can he repeat it again next year? And there's right. so many things that can happen next year. I don't care who they draft or where they go. There are so many uh, intangibles that can happen that can, that can knock this team uh, uh, you know, out next year. And, so the, and it's tough. And so it's absolutely ridiculous to me to try to blame this on the defense. The, the Packers had opportunity right. to win this game, and they just didn't. It right. just didn't, didn't pull it out. And so, uh, like I say, another disappointing uh, ending to another Wisconsin team. Yep, pretty much. Steve, let, nice Steve, let me say this real quick. Let, let me say this real quick. And, 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 I, and I want to bring it back here one more time. And, I, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Steve. Can you, can you hold always, on to it until after the break? We're always up against the clock here. Yeah, in yeah we are. Yeah, we're late. Yeah, thing. we're late. I talk yeah. like I want to talk. Yeah. So we got to take a break? Yeah, we do. We're late. Well, then come back to me when we come. All right, I will. If you're on hold, we'll get to you. I see uh, Dale in Evansville, Wisconsin. you got to be upcoming up next. KJ. Evansville. Uh, that's, that's my hometown, and, Steve. And West Alice uh, listening on the fan in Milwaukee. All you guys coming up next. If you want to dial it up, you can. Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line 855-830-8648. Sprint online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. We broadcast live from the Gene Widener Plumbing Studios. The Packers, another heartbreaker. 31-26 bucks on their way to the Super Bowl. 
You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Sometimes you gotta stick. And sometimes you gotta hit. Let's find out the hit of the game. Brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. Packer heartbreak one more time in the NFC Championship game. 31-26 Buccaneers over the Packers despite Aaron Rodgers for 346. Three touchdowns and a pick. Quarterback rating of 101.6. See Tom Brady. Uh, 280 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, and a 73.9 rating. Rodgers sacked five times. Tom Brady was sacked once. Right here. Third down and 10 here, and finally a stop by the Packard defense on third down. Play made by Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark was the one defensive lineman that actually stepped up and made plays today, so that was nice to see. And to that point, they'd been making every third down thrown in front of them, uh, and the Packers' defense couldn't seem to get themselves off of the field. So that was a big play there in the first half. Packers still lose 31-26. All right, Gary, go ahead. I I felt like you were about to rant. Well, well, no, I'm I'm not about to rant. It's kind of what I said earlier, but I just just feel emotional about this, though. It's just like, why do I feel like – that Joe Zenzola and Alex took undue criticism on their thoughts on our radio show. And one out of every four or five callers right now are saying the same thing that Joe had said. I don't know if it was Monday or Tuesday about how it's just been heartbreaking to be and, and maybe even question questioning their uh, allegiance to the Green Bay Packers, and like now one every four calls are basically reiterating, and maybe these guys in here, what Joe and Alex thoughts were. That that just blows my mind. That that's it's you're not gonna, a rant, You're going to hear it all week, so just get ready. But that's fine. Yeah. But but I thought those guys took undue criticism on their thoughts on what okay. they were thinking about. The sports and now everybody is calling. Not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but one every four or five callers are also saying. I I just thought they took undue because I understood it. I was most certainly in the same boat sure. with that. I get it. Yep. I get down with it. It's real. But I thought Joe and Alex took, and then to the point where Alex had to did, almost backtrack. Goes okay. I'm gonna send something to Joe, and here's how I feel about it. And how about that? I mean, I do. You didn't even have to retract that. Just stand on that because it's real. You yep. know who uh, ripped me the most was Leroy. You want you want to know what Leroy tweeted, Gary? No. Okay, good. Let's move on. Okay. Dale in Evansville. I mean, yeah. Wisconsin. I mean, I mean, I didn't know what Leroy. What did real oh. quick? What did Leroy tweet? Leroy tweeted 28 minutes ago. I'm truly shocked the Packers waited till the biggest game of the year to make so many mistakes. I know the fans are disappointed. I feel your pain. I'm with you. Okay. There he had go. no concerns going into the game. So. He, he didn't feel the pain I had earlier in the week. No, because no. he wasn't worried about the game. Dale in right, Evansville, listening on the Radio.com app. You're next in the Green and Gold postgame show with Gary Ellerson and Steve Sparky Fife. Yeah, am I on? You are on yeah, the radio, ahead, buddy. Uh, more or less a few observations. Uh, 
that pass that got tipped and then the Tampa Bay receiver caught the ball after you tipped it, how many times do you see a ball get tipped like that and then it actually gets caught by the receiver? That kind of goes into the Brady luck thing that you guys were talking about earlier in the week. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying? The dude is lucky. Yeah, it, that, that was lucky. That was very lucky. Um, it just seems like they kept rushing four the entire entire game. I didn't see a whole lot of blitzing going on. He, he just had all day. He was kind of like... He was kind of like Troy Aikman back in the day. If you remember Troy Aikman back in the day, he'd go back. He could knit a sweater before he threw the ball, and that's what that's what Brady was getting. He was getting getting sweater type protection. And as far as Rogers on that eight yard line, it seems like on third down, Rogers had an open lane to the right there to the pylon. I think he would have made it if he just took off. It looked like he was and he threw it yeah. to, uh, with two guys on on the receiver. Did it look like he was open to you on that uh, for a run on that right side? Of course he was. You could have ran in the end zone at that point. Yeah, yeah it was wide open. I'm, I'm sitting here in the studio going, why don't you run? Run! And Joe's just looking at me, and then he throws across his body for the incompletion. Right. Well, that one, Steve, and really, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for the phone call. In Evansville, I love Evansville. That one, Steve, and also um, the touchdown pass that he missed to Lazard that he was trying to get to. Devontae Adams in the back of the end zone. Right. I mean, Lazard's wide Lazard's guy eight. fell down on There's that play. There's nobody there. Yep. Let's go to KJ listening on the fan in Milwaukee. You're next in the Green and Gold postgame show on the Big Show Radio Network. Hey, hello, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Tough loss for the Packers. You know, so often games like this are won or lost by decisions that head coaches make or don't make uh, at key points in the game. And that was that rang true today with the decision on fourth down for them not to go for it. And on the reverse side of that, uh, Bruce Arians going for that fourth down and keeping the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands before the end of the half turned out to be one of the biggest plays of the game. Yes. For them to go for that for that uh, that play and then to score was a huge backbreaker for the Packers. Um, you know, and I thought, as you mentioned, uh, that Rodgers probably could have walked in on third down uh, when they're on the eight-yard line, and he decided to throw uh, across his body with uh, two or three guys hanging on uh, Devontae Adams, and you know that pretty much, uh, you know, that was a, a huge play, obviously, in the game. Uh, you know, it's going to be tough for these guys to kind of reconcile what happened at the end of the game with, with that decision uh, by the head coach. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a play that's going to uh, stick in a lot of people's craws for a, a long time uh, through Packer uh, lore. And uh, hopefully, you know, they'll get back next year, but there's no guarantee, as we all know, uh, that they're going to get back to a championship game anytime soon. But, uh, you know, disappointing loss again, guys. All right, thanks for the call. Yeah, it's disappointing, heartbreaking, whatever you want to call it. And I think 10 years from now, people will be talking about LaFleur kicking that field goal and not going for it. I think that's going to be the memory. Bostic is the memory uh, in that Seattle game, obviously. And I think in this game, it's going to be that LaFleur call. We'll see how it plays yeah, not, out not as not, not as devastating as the Bostic. Well, no, because it wasn't a not physical mistake necessarily but like that. that right? That's that's – those the going forward and not going for are for guys like 
fans. You, correct. Steve, that's what I'm saying. Joe. Right. Yeah, I mean correct. that. Yes. but it's not as devastating. But that's the second guess. Oh, well, I would have done this. Shaq Barrett was asked about it uh, after God, the game. Was he good? Shaq Barrett said, "I was asked about Lafleur taking the field." Quote: "I couldn't believe it. Honestly." Yeah. Well, I'm sure the Buccaneers were excited about giving the ball to Tom Brady. Here you go. Good oh, luck. I'm sure no doubt about their it. defense let's, let's was get, celebrating yeah. going, this is over. Yeah. We're done. Let's get the three points and let's move on. Let's see if we can get a stop. Yep. All defense right. had played well up until that point, I thought. Not but, I mean, I could go that. either way on it, Steve. But it, for me, it's not as that big of a deal, but I could go either the way. The offense definitely didn't live up to the hype after they getting three it. interceptions off Tom Brady in one half. They did it, Steve. Nope, 31-26. Buccaneers over the Packers. We're broadcasting live from the G. Wagner Plumbing Studios. Back with more of your calls after this. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Again, really. Are we getting used to it now as fans of teams in this state? 31-26, Buccaneers over the Packers. I say that, but I'm definitely not getting used to it. Still hurts. Andrew, listening to the fan in Milwaukee, you are next with on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary Ellerson and me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Fellas, fellas. Oh, another heartbreak. Yes, sir. We know that all too well in the state of Wisconsin. Yep. But what I want to talk about right now is the difference. The difference between the people who are on our side when we're winning, the difference between the people during the off season when they're not with us. And tomorrow I'm going to wake up with my head held high. Yes, I'm sad. Yes, I'm disappointed. But that doesn't change with these colors that, gee, that I wear on my back. Same with the Brewers. Same with the Bucks. How close we've gotten, but it doesn't change. That's never going to change. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers... God bless that man. Because you know what he's shown us? You can draft his replacement. You can do I mean, look at Deshaun Watson wanting out after what he's barely gone through. Look at Rodgers, all the things that he's been given, all the things he's gone through. You know what he did? He went and had an MVP season. And you know what he's shown me? He's shown me the difference, the difference between greatness. And we could sit here and point fingers all day, but you know what? I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to have this G on my back. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to have the Brewers on my back. And no matter what they throw at us, I will not give up. And anyone who is anybody who feels and feels that passion and feels that pain and feels this, I suggest you do the same because I put this team on my back no matter what. Well, I appreciate that, Andrew. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. We got to get to another break. Uh, Gary, uh, Yo. that that passion that uh, he has, I think a lot of people are there. Just because you're frustrated oh, yeah. and angry doesn't mean you're not going to root for the team anymore. No. That, no. That's that's not going to no. happen. Don't misinterpret people being angry on social media and stuff, thinking they're, not, they're done with the Packers and exactly. they're not going to root for them anymore. No. Come on, man. People aren't going anywhere. They're going to continue to root no. for the Packers regardless of what happens with this yes, football sir. team going forward. Correct. Yes, not going to change. Mm-hmm. 31-26, Tampa Bay over the Green Bay Packers. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur coming up in the next hour and still plenty more of your calls, uh, including Jake uh, listening in Milwaukee, Sean in Hartford. We got Brian in Maple Grove, Minnesota, and room for you as well. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. Home for my city, home, home for my 
get it, I put on for my city, on, on for my city, put on. 16 stations strong. The Big Show Radio Network. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the Big Show Radio Network. Heartbreak. More heartbreak. More heartbreak. Don't forget Wendy's Big Show. Is there more? Weekdays on these fine affiliates. Gary Ellerson, myself, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Leroy Butler, inventor of the Lambo Leap uh, all week long. Taking your calls like we always do. Talking about uh, this loss in the NFC Championship game, 31-26 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're broadcasting live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. And taking your calls, we'll hear from Mike Clemens coming up. Plus, we'll hear from Matt LaFleur. Let's go to Sean and listening in Hartford on the fan out of Milwaukee. What's going on, Sean? Hi. Um, I just want to make um, – I just want to ask a question real quick here. Um, I've, I've seen this play broken down – against the Rams last week, which is the number one defense in football. Pretty sure I've seen it on a round table with Leroy and Gary. And I know I've seen it on uh, first take with Dan Orlowski, or however you say his name. But um, there was there was a play they ran three times where Lazard would come up, block a safety, a run play. They ran it three times, not all consecutively, obviously, but they ran it. And the fourth time they ran it is when Lazard actually broke free when they thought it was going to be a run play. And um, he broke free for that game-winning or game-sealing touchdown. So um, I'm wondering, Tampa Bay had both their two starting safeties out. Why don't we take advantage of that? Why don't we do any play action? Why don't we run stuff like that? I think and, they uh, did. I think they tried to, but the rush was just too great. I mean, what did he get sacked? Five times? Six times? Five. Was it? Yeah. I, I think they, they knew that, but they just couldn't exploit exploit them downfield because the rush was just too great. I mean, he was pressured and harassed a lot in that game. Yeah, I really, I, I know that was. I know that, but I mean, the play action, why didn't they just go with play action instead but, of. But, there was, but, but you didn't have, back. there was re, no real semblance. Of a run game, how many yards do you rush for, Steve? Uh, you rush for 67, Gary. You averaged over four yards per carry, but you only ran it 16 times. Yeah, I mean, there Six was no Six carries for Aaron yeah. Jones, seven for Jamal Williams, three yeah, for there Dylan. Was, that's why the play, you, you didn't have that. No, they abandoned the run. Thanks for the yes. call. Yeah. It, it, that was something else we talked about on Friday. Yeah. Don't abandon the run. Get yeah. off to an early start, run the ball well, and stay with that ground game. That's but what the got you to this point. The problem is, Steve, they didn't get off to an early start. I, I understand what you're saying, but right. 48 pass attempts by Aaron Rodgers normally is going to lead to a loss. It, it, exactly the same thing, and I put that on Twitter. I said to myself, I said, hey, if 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 Tom Brady throws over 40 passes, I think that's a win for us. And he threw 36. Yeah. So, All right, dial it up now if you want to get in. Event a little bit with Gary Ellis and myself, Steve Sparky Fiber, the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line for all across the beautiful state of Wisconsin, 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. Let's go to Jake listening on the fan on the west side of Milwaukee. What's going on, Jake? Hey, you guys there? Yeah, you betcha we are. Uh, Okay. So, first off, I want to start out by saying uh, my boy Irv and I watched the game together today. And uh, 
I've always wanted to get this out there. I thought the Packers, after the season against Seattle, should have fired McCarthy and Thompson after that game to restart fresh. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, what I want to get at is uh, I have a boy that, that kind of knows the team, and uh, he compared Ricky Wagner to Darren College and said he was either going to step up like Darren College did in the playoffs or he was going to act like Darren College in the regular season when they won the Super Bowl, and Ricky Wagner is garbage. They knew, they knew in the first or second quarter that that dude couldn't hang with anybody on the defensive line for Tampa Bay, and they kept setting him out there one-on-one, not giving him any help, and he got blown up the whole game. It was disgraceful. It was disgraceful. All right, thanks for the call. Steven, you know um, and you know what I've been saving Wagner and maybe Billy Turner? What's for that? For the better part of the last two or three games? What? Is 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 Rogers heart count. Drawing guys off sides, which they really well yeah. they didn't slow him down much. Nope. That his heart count normally creates some indecisiveness amongst players and they don't come off the ball. Those guys weren't afraid of it. No, I, I hear it. Didn't you. happen in this game. I just saw a tweet from uh, about an hour and a half ago from Brandon Bostic, who took to Twitter. Bostic, of course, the guy that dropped the ball in the Seattle NFC Championship Why game. Why is he still doing that? He tweeted out, they still going to blame me, dot, 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 dot. Why? <laughs> Trolling. Dude, I mean, I, I don't hope, know why I else he would do that. I just hope he doesn't – God, I hate saying it. Dude, move on with your life. You had it. Most people – I think he enjoys that, poking at this point. Well, yeah, but most people that play high school football don't get an opportunity to go play in the NFL. Dude, you're less than a one percenter. Go live your life. And I know you feel a little slighted by Packer fans because they probably came at you. What about? Don't worry uh, about it. Go, a, go, go, live your life, dude. The one thing we haven't brought up that's being brought up on Twitter by numerous people. What about the Will Redmond drop? Yes, right in his hand, Steve. Yeah, because you never would have had one. that last touchdown at the end of the half had he caught that right, one. right, right, went right through his arms. Yep, totally agree. Let's go to Brian uh, in Maple Grove, hmm. Minnesota, listening on the Radio.com app. What's going on, Brian? Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Good. Hey, Brian. Hey, I just want to say I'm proud of my team. We're 13-3. and We made it to the NFC Championship game. I'm not taking anything bad away from it. What do we have to do to take that next step? Do we need defense? Do we need offense? What do we need? And second of all, I want to ask you, what do we need to do to get to that next Step. We had a great year. It's just disappointing. I'm I still a Packer fan through and through. Gary, I'd like your comment. Yeah, I How mean, how do they get I, over the I, hump, Gary? Yeah, huh? How do they get over the hump? I think they're still there, but I mean, un- until something magically happens, they, they, I mean, like they need another transcending player. They, I mean, they're they're right there. I don't see his team stepping back unless something horribly goes wrong, like Rodgers leaves or something like that. But they get a chance to have another draft. They get to hopefully to replenish what, what they're going to lose. And they're still there. People just think that this automatically happens because you have an Aaron Rodgers. And it does. If you're in the AFC with Tom Brady, it does. Listen, here's right. Here's, or Patrick if you Mahomes didn't, if you right didn't now. already know, if you didn't already know, Tom Brady is, is the number one GOAT. If you start talking about GOAT, that joke is for real. Talk man. about cheaters, sure. 
Th- that too. Right? Whatever gonna, you want to call he's it. He's just never going to be Cheaters? that for me. I can't get past the cheating. Yeah, but he he's been is attached the, to the Spygate yeah. thing. He was attached Fine. to the Deflategate. All that. I'm not All there. that. Sorry. But there was no Spygate. There was no football no, tonight. No, not that, that we know of. Not, not that we know of. That Joker play. he's number one goal for me after the night. I mean, that, that guy is incredible. But now, again, goal. we've always used that crutch of, well, it's New England. You can't compare yourself to New England. Are we going to be saying Correct. the same thing about Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and Green Bay? Well, we can't pair, compare ourselves to Kansas City. Is that going to be the next one if they, they get on a run here and win three well, or four? Well, no. Well, Steve, you, you can clearly look at Kansas City and go, uh, they have a lot of talent. Right, because they I, I, I just it. didn't think. I just didn't think, and this may be me. I may maybe people calling. I just didn't feel like the Patriots teams were, were that talented. Agreed. Not like, not like Kansas City. Agreed. They have, I mean, they have nobody like. What's that little joker running around all over the dog? Tyreek Hill. They got New England have nobody like that. John Dorsey pick. Yeah, whoever picked him, yeah. nobody like that. And people criticize like Dorsey because of his and, uh, character issues off the field. Yeah, I see him all that. And Travis Kelsey. No, nobody like that. No, they have pick. nobody like that. Yep. Uh, well, they did, but he ended up being like a mass murderer or something. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Mike well, on the stop, stop, Mike stop, on the stop, south stop, side. Stop, you're stop, next stop, here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. What's going on, Mike? Hey guys, it's always hey. great to hold for you guys. Um, I'll be quick. Guy. I ain't gonna take two you're minutes. Funny, Steve. Uh, I yeah. called this game Wednesday. I think yeah. I called the Big Show. Yeah. And Romney, and. Kind of brainwashed you all week to yeah. look at the stats. Yeah. And Sparky said it best last Sunday. The the weather's not your twelfth man. All I no. heard all week was the weather, the weather, the weather. Right. I had Tampa Bay twenty one ten. You can check the tapes. And do you think this is like a dream team comparison? Who's that? Tampa Bay. No, I don't think it's a dream team. I think they're pretty good. I mean, I think they well, can be I beaten. got one more comment. Well, Go ahead. Even, if the Packers sign Antonio Brown, he didn't even play. Well, he right. got hurt. He hurt his knee. Right. 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 So, I mean, they're kind of like a dream team. He might be back for the Super Bowl. and I'll He could be. Yeah, I but, got Jordan Love references at six so far. But but again, oh, they're sure like did. they're like they're like a senior citizen dream team though, Mike. Yeah, Thanks for the call. Are. I mean, Brady's at the end, Gronkowski's uh-huh. at the end. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not shot. it's not Jordan in his prime and all that other stuff that it we're talking about when we talk about a dream team type mm-hmm. stuff. Let's go to Jay in Durham, North Carolina. You're next in the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary and Sparky. What's up, man? Thank you for taking my call, man. First of all, I feel Gary because when Gary said he. He was off of Twitter at halftime. Look, I didn't even watch this game, the second half. I didn't even watch it because I already knew. Like, I've been watching football for a long time. When you have a team that's doing stuff that's uncharacteristic for the entire year, I already knew, man, when uh, DeMonte dropped the touchdown in the end zone. When, uh, like I just said, Redmond dropped the interception, and then they, they brought the punt team out. And I was like, why would you even punt in this situation? You down there at the 50, throw a Hail Mary. I mean, remember Hakeem Nick's uh, – in 2011 or whatever year it was, they caught the Hail Mary. I mean, man, yeah. Then my my brother texted me, "Oh, they got interception, interception." I'm like, dude. A lot of people knew this game was it was it was over early, man. I I mean, I hate to say it, but I just want to say like, um, and Gary, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said in the past that, um, uh, Brady, you know, he restructured his contract. You know, he yes. You know, he frees the money up to sign all these players that New England has got in the past. So 
Rogers, he's got to do the same because I, I think I read something that he's going to take up like 20% of the cap next year or something. Like his salary is going to jump next year. So if they want to make some moves and get over the hump, like they got to either look at restructuring Rogers or I don't want to say trade him, but like uh, something's got to come to a head there. They're not getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for the call, Jay. That's not happening. I, again, if he retires, that's one thing. I don't think that's happening either. So. He's going to be here, and I, I don't care what Florio says on Pro Football Talk or whatever. He's not going anywhere. Uh, we'll hear from Matt LaFleur coming up, plus Mike Clemens. This segment brought to you by Tayback Law. Veterans, if you feel you have been wrongfully denied any benefits, contact Tayback Law for the payback at TaybackAttorneys.com. We'll get to you guys coming up next. Dial it up now. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Heartbreaking the NFC Championship game. Bucks over the Packers, 31-26. Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Brady floats it, pass incomplete, and there are now a flag comes flying in. Tyler Johnson was the target Kevin King in coverage and I'm telling you that flag came in very late let's take a closer look at this there was the jersey grab pass interference defense number 20 volley plays to the spot of the foul first down Tampa Bay it came in really late Joe it came in so late I was hesitating, waiting, waiting, and then a flag came. Yeah. Highlight courtesy of Fox, low light, whatever. 31-26 Buccaneers over the Packers in the NFC Championship game. That flag was uh, like the only defensive, I think, call the entire game on both sides. Gary, they really were letting these guys grab and hold as much as they wanted to the whole game. Yeah, they let them play big time. More so than I thought they would ever. But, I mean, if you then adjust. Correct. Then you know that's what's going to go. But then you get that one, pass interference called on you by by Kevin King, which you thought that should have let that win as well. But then you have to adjust to, to where the officials are playing. Yep, no doubt about it. All right, let's get back to some more of your calls. Let's go to oh, – where are we going next? Let's go to Ty in Tampa. Let's get to Ty. Uh, you're next uh, here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, what's up? What's up, Ty? Are you on vacation or something? Aren't you normally yeah, in Philly? Remember? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm down here on vacation, man. He caught a flight, Steve. You don't remember that? No, I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, man. I would say this. Getting off the plane, man. It was like a, a pep rally down here, man. Every Everywhere you turn is, is some type of stand, store. I mean, this is really Bucks country down here. Uh, well, it's supposed so. to be, Ty. They they felt something. I, I went to yeah. the supermarket the other day to to go get some some grilled food, and uh, they said they said oh you you getting ready for the game? That's game food. I said yeah, I, I'm from Pennsylvania, but I'm a Packers fan though. They said, why, would you tell, why would you tell us that? And uh, they said yeah, once you leave here, you better off not telling nobody else that. So I, I stayed quiet for the rest of the, these last couple of days down here, but. Uh, I think tonight I'm going to drive around in this uh, Mustang GT 100 miles an hour. I don't care no. about getting no speeding tickets no, tonight. No, don't do that. No. What's the weather like down there, Ty? It's been about 80 since I've been down here, man. Oh, my Lord. Why would you ask but, that um, question? 
I was thinking today, like, I wonder what what difference that would have made. It's 30 in Green Bay today, and it's 80 down here. I was thinking, like, I wonder if that would have made a difference. It doesn't but, appear um, the right. weather made any difference in this <laughs> no, game no, to no, me. No. I mean, I, no, but I wasn't out there playing, Ty, but it didn't appear to make a hill of beans a difference to me. Thanks for the call, Ty. And that's it. Both games, this game and the Buffalo-Kansas City game, and the, all during the week said there was going to be elements. Rain turning to snow in the Kansas City game, inch to three inches during the Packer game. Neither exactly. game had any elements to it whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Vin in Connecticut. You're next on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary Ellerson and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Hey guys, uh, you, you, how you guys doing? Well, we're hanging in there. Yeah, and then and that's one thing I want to say too with the with the interception at the end. I mean, again, it. I mean, honestly, I, I'll be I'll, I'll be fair on this one because it, it annoyed. I mean, it, it really annoyed me. But uh, to be fair, yeah, it looked like a hole. Don't get me when they showed it. But my problem with this whole thing is. Is why I just don't get why the referee waits about what, what was that about two three seconds maybe five seconds before he threw the flag after that right about five seconds yeah, it took a while I, that's the only thing that and it's just like that upsets me with that and then the whole you know most of the game especially the one before halftime I think it was I think it was Lazar Scantlin got held Rogers throws the pick. And nothing was called. I mean, they, they, they let it go the whole game. And I get it. And then, like I said, I get it. It, lo- and it looked like a hold on Kevin King. But honestly, if you're going to throw it, throw the flag early. Don't throw it about five, ten seconds late or something, too, you know? No, I hear you. Yeah. And, well, and, and this is the other thing, too. I mean, I mean and I've been, I've been arguing with people on this. I'm like, does anybody know Tom Brady really sucked in the second half? I mean, was I watching the same game? Yeah, you were watching the same. Tom Brady's the GOAT and everything. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers outplayed Tom Brady. Who won? Outplayed Tom Brady. And that's all I'm hearing is who won? Tom Brady this. Then. Tom Brady. Then. Who won? Who won? No, 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 I I do. He won. But it's just. At the end of the day, that's all people are going to say. Who won? Who's in the Super Bowl and who isn't? No, I agree with you. It's just. The thing I would give credit with Tampa Bay is, especially when Brady, those two picks when um, when Alexander picked them off. Yep. I would say the Buccaneers front seven deserves a lot more credit than Tom Brady does because they were blowing up the Green Bay offensive line yeah. when you, yeah. when I thought they were going to go down right there and score and steal this thing. But anyways, heartbreaking loss. I was with them all year. You know, it's going to be tough to do this again. But like I said. Nothing you can do, you know? Nothing no. you can do. Thanks for the call. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. you can do. And, and no. again, they're going to lose so many guys. I mean, Aaron Jones, Lindsley, Kevin King, who most of you don't want back anyhow. Uh, Jamal Williams, I'm assuming, comes back if they lose Jones at a reasonable price. And then it'll be him and Dylan. If they lose both and it's just Dylan with whatever else, that's not going to be good. Uh, so lots to talk about now that the season is officially over. Dial it up, Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line. We're here for you. 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up in the next segment. But first, let's go to Ryan in Burlington, Wisconsin. You're next here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary and Sparky. Hey, guys. Hey, you know, the GOAT gave us plenty of chances. The second half, our team came out. Rodgers had a good game. We had our chance. But I can tell you right now, what, what didn't give us a chance and is unexcusable and should cost Mike Pettin his job is, and Gary, you played. You tell me any team you've ever yeah. been on, out yeah. of a timeout with six seconds left, six seconds, 
They, they, they have no time to kick a field goal. You play outside coverage to cover the out-of-bounds, and you play the end zone. You play man coverage with six seconds left and give up a touchdown? It's unexcusable. He should be fired. I, I'm not usually one to put on one play of the game, but that play single-handedly took we – we would have got the ball back. If we go in, we're up three. It's a close game. It's how an NFC championship should be. The coaching lost that game. No excuse. Mike Pettin, man coverage, six seconds, out of a timeout, mm-hmm. unexcusable. He has to be fired tomorrow. If he's not, I'll be so disappointed. That I... was disgusting. Well, he's yeah. not going to be fired you Have you ever seen that? That was, that was Well, let, let me just say this, and you're passionate and you should be, but as a player, I'm saying to myself, I can't get beat deep, no, whether, no, matter, no matter if I'm in man or not. Everything's got to be in front of me. Let's get this guy some cushion. The coach can't put him in that position. He can't. No, put him it's, in that it's, position. Well, I, I I get what you're saying. I'm not disputing what you're saying about he's in man, but still, your coach still could have some confidence on you. We maybe, and I don't got to go back and look. I don't know if they blitzed him or if they rushed him on well, that here's, play. Steve, Tony Dungy tweeted out after it happened. Now Tony Dungy doesn't exactly criticize much of anything. No, to be he honest never with you. does. He tweets out that may be the worst defensive design I've ever seen with eight seconds and no timeouts left. Green Bay, yeah. I'm not sure how you play inside technique man, uh, man-to-man, and not just play zone and protect the sideline and the yes. end zone. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. They should have been in zone. Thanks for And I'm call. not dis- disputing that. They should have been in zone. No doubt about it. But as a player, I'm saying to myself, and sometimes you got to say players for themselves. Obviously, in this case, you do. Uh, I'm not getting beat deep, Steve. I mean, what what else are they going to do? I, I agree. So you give up three points. Big deal. Big deal. Big if deal. If, and he's got to make the field maybe goal to that begin wasn't with. Related to, maybe that wasn't related to Kevin King, but he's right. They should have been in zone all day long. Yep. No doubt. But again... King didn't have a great game. They were thrown at him. They were thrown at Sullivan oh, to begin the game. So From the jump. Right. And, again, that's what makes Brady great. He finds a weakness, and he just keeps going back to it and going back to it and going back to it. And if you're not going to make adjustment, he's going to beat you the whole game for four quarters. Nip- right? It's like picking at a scab, Steve, Correct. All, all game. Yes, and that's again, is what makes him so darn good. Lewis in well, – Besides the cheating, though, Steve, right? Uh, yes, besides the yeah, cheating, okay. and that's why he'll yeah. never be a goat in my fr- in, right, my, in exactly. my mind. Yeah. But again, yeah. if he doesn't yeah. have those two cheating yeah. incidents, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. different story. Yeah. Lewis yeah. and Wauwatosa, you're next on the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Big Show Radio Network. What's up, Lewis? Yeah, the, the coaching was bad. Uh, why weren't they blitzing? And plus, this game was over from the coin toss when they deferred the ball. Gave momentum to Tampa Bay. They score right away takes the Packers out of what they want to do and running the ball. And plus, at, they gave up a score at the end of the half, and then they gave up a score when they got the ball the third quarter. Makes no sense. There's a lot that doesn't make much sense in this game. You're, you won't be the last one that says this doesn't make sense. I promise you. Uh, if you listen to the, the Wendy's Big Show throughout the week, there's going to be a lot of people questioning a lot of things, and Gary and Leroy – being the two former Packers, will have answers for a lot of what we're talking about. Lewis, thanks for the call. And that's why I love doing a show with two former Packers because it's just not me, average Joe fan, talking about it and having to say one well, way I mean, or the, the other. The reason why I, I love doing the show is, is having average Joe fan because Leroy and I are less than 1%. So nine times out of ten, most folks are going to believe what you're saying, Steve. 
No, not a, well. And some of this stuff, you know, some people may take my my side of things. But I mean, realistically, yeah. as far as questioning coaching calls and stuff like that, which again, you do all the time, and 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 and, and really, Leroy and I don't. Correct. But you do all the time. You, I do. Of course, you question those calls all the time, yep. just like the fans. And Leroy and I come in and say, "Well, here here's why we think they did it." But guess what? Fans don't buy that. I just they don't buy that. For me, they though, buy what you're saying right now, because I think you believe that they should have given Aaron Rodgers opportunity to go for it on fourth and eight, uh, right? Was that yeah. what it is? It was yeah. fourth and goal, whatever right. it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. let him score the touchdown and then yeah. go for the two point conversion. Yes, that's what I would have done. And, no and I'm saying, and, and I'm Rogers saying, I don't necessarily himself, disagree. Rodgers yeah. himself said he thought he was going to be able to do that on fourth down, right. and that's why well, he, he called the play he wanted on third down. But again, right. we go back to communicating here. Lafleur's yeah. in his head, is in his helmet. Couldn't right. he be like, Aaron, we don't get it here, I'm kicking. Like, but, that's but all he would say. But haven't we been praising them all year long with the communication between those two? Sure, yes. But I'm just saying, in this situation... Now all of a sudden there is none. I'm just saying, Lafleur should have... No, I'm not saying there isn't any. I'm just saying that was a mistake by Matt not telling Aaron in his head. If you're going to say, hey, Aaron, you call this last drive. It's all you, buddy. Go get it. Okay, fine. Like, I'm fine letting Aaron call the drive, but then let him know that... Hey, as you're going into third down here and you're trying to figure out what you're doing, I'm kicking if we don't get it here. Hey, maybe he calls a different play. Maybe he runs something differently than what he ended up running at the end of the day. That's all I'm saying in regards to this. And, you know, defensively, as a defensive player, you're like, yeah, right, we got it. Okay, so you're happy with that call. Offensively, Devontae Adams, MVS, Lazar, the offensive line, the running backs, are they walking away from this game going, yeah, that was the right call? I don't know. Yeah. Steve, real quick, uh, can you promote me being on the Bart Winkley show tomorrow? Uh, in Milwaukee only. Uh, yes, uh, Gary Ellerson will be on in Milwaukee, on the fan in Milwaukee only, uh, on the Bart Winkler morning show uh, at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning on uh, AM 1250, the fan. And I'm already telling you guys right now, Bart is losing his mind. I, no, I'm, you, uh, you have taken over mine and Zola's phones with your little group texting here. And they just keep vibrating over and over and over again as we're trying to do a radio show. But, yes, I've watched the little interaction, and I would say if uh, you are in the Milwaukee area and can get the fan in at 7 o'clock tomorrow, uh, if it's anywhere near as entertaining as what these text messages are, it should be a great segment. Steve, uh, you know that's on our, our that's on, on our local station. Right, 1250 AM, the fan, correct. <laughs> Joe Zenzola, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. He is Gary Ellerson, and there is still heartbreak. To say that. 31-26, Buccaneers over the oh, Green Bay Packers. Say. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur. I think we're going to hear from Mike Clements. Don't know. Uh, all of that coming up between now and 8 o'clock. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Kind of at a loss for words right now. It's just hard to have a lot to say about something that you were not prepared for. Um, had a lot of confidence in, in everything going into this game, and it hurts right now. I hurt for for everybody involved. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of effort to even get to this point. Head coach Matt LaFleur after the Packers bring Packer fans themselves more heartbreak. 31-26 Buccaneers over the Packers despite Rodgers throwing for 346 yards, three touchdowns. Quarterback rating of 101.6. Conversely, Brady 
73.9 quarterback rating with three touchdowns and three picks, 280 yards. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is on your drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. He is a Green and Gold Insider, Michael Clemens. Good evening, Michael. Good evening, Steve. Steve and Gary, talking to these Buccaneers, man, they went after number 20, and then they heard that he had the back injury on Friday. They went after Kevin King. Um, you know, they had a fourth down, and they were going to look. They had the punt team out there with just about 15 seconds left, you know, in the first half. And then Bruce saw something. He went back and sent the offense out. They threw that 39 yard touchdown pass to Scotty Miller, one on one with Kevin King, it was just completely out of position. And to set that up, Sean Murphy Bunting got another pick. He picked, he had one last week in New Orleans, and then that, uh, that one there toward the end of the second quarter. And Coach Arians talked about it after the game. Yeah, I mean, Sean played that thing perfectly. I thought he was going to get another one later when they hit that same ball on him. But uh, Sean has been playing outstanding. He's got all his confidence back, as the whole secondary does and should, because they're playing really, really well. Uh, we just got a great matchup. I think they were playing for us going, trying to get to the field goal range. And Scotty just ran right by King. And uh, when it was when we lined up, you could tell it was going to be a touchdown. Just had to, just had to protect and throw the ball. They knew when they lined up. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? It's stupid. I mean, when you know before you even uh, – whatever. Go ahead, Gary. You know, and this is well, – here, and, and, well, 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 because they thought and, – and here's why you know that. Because they thought Scotty Miller could beat Kevin King one-on-one. Yes, yeah, which he did. You know, and earlier in the game, he had big Mike Evans run that little, you know, fade out to the corner, left-hand corner, and Tom Brady with the perfect touch pass, you know, a little rainbow that dropped into number 13's hands. And Scotty Miller's like, oh, we're back out? Okay, so he runs out there. He lines up wide left and snap the ball, and he runs that go route into the left-hand corner going past Kevin King, as he talked about um, the coaches made a great decision going for it there. Um, I think there was like 15 seconds left. They were playing like they played me pretty much man to man, and my guy didn't get too much depth, so I was it was just running right by him. And then Tom put a great ball on me like he always does. So um, I, I don't even know if I could have dreamed of it as a kid. You know, uh, it's just so crazy, just so fortunate to be able to make that play. You know, I, I am intrigued a, a little bit by this whole uh, Packers offensive line uh, and struggling for the second time uh, seeing Tampa Bay. Uh, and, you know, everybody was talking about Vita Vey and how much of an impact he was going to make in this game. Nobody really talked about JPP all that much, and he had pretty much a, as big of an impact as anybody else there in that Buccaneers defense. And, Steve, over the last couple of years, Tampa Bay, they went out and got Adamica Sue. Yep. Not, not the easiest guy to get along with. Leonard Fournette, who went to jail for a while, you know, when he got cut by Jacksonville. Now his career has, has resurfaced. And you bring in Tom Brady, who said after the game, you know, we were 7-5 and five in this season, and we turned things around. We got hot on the road. They've beat three divisional teams here now, uh, including these Packers now, in order to get to the Super Bowl. And then when it comes to Jason Pierre-Paul and winning a Super Bowl almost 10 years ago with the Giants, and then that you know unfortunate accident where he blows off his hand with the fireworks, this guy and, and the other injuries he's had, season-ending injuries, he talked about you know how gratifying this is to come back from – those kinds of things, and get back to a Super Bowl. Even now, man, I'm battling. I'm battling stuff right now. You know, at this point, right now, in 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 the football career, right now, and where we at right now, going to the Super Bowl, everybody hurting. You know what I mean? This is football, but I don't care, man. I'm gonna do whatever to get to this point. So why not just put it all online? That's how we played tonight. We played 
that everything was not like we played our, our life depending on it, man, because it really did. This is the last game before the Super Bowl, man. A lot of teams are sitting home right now. I'll do it all over again if I have to, man, and that's real. Mike, I mean, you look at this team, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's been emotional, I think, all year long. But th- this press conference, he's still not right. Uh, Robert Tunyon said there wasn't – well, and Lucas Patrick said this too. They didn't know what to say to each other in the locker room after this game, after working <laughs> so sure hard to get, to get to the number one seed. What do you say? And, you know, right. to me, Byron Leftwich – and, you know, Bruce Arians, I mean, they had a lot of wide-open plays in this team. I couldn't get it. And I don't understand why LaFleur ran the slant offense, why why they weren't doing pre-snap motion, why they weren't running their offense, their misdirection. They never really seemed to get to it. There was a lot of empty backfield. And Aaron just talked about, you know, the, the emotion of here he finally gets an NFC championship game at home, and they can't overcome the Buccaneers. You know, it's a long season. You put so much into it <clears throat> to get to this point. You know, we had our chances. So, you know, you know I'm not different position in the last couple of these where we got blown out and didn't really have a chance. You know, they went up three scores. We battled back with a couple scores. Defense came up with some big turnovers. And, you know, we had a lot of chances. And your offense did nothing with those three turnovers. No. Uh, and mm-hmm. th- that's just see. it. I mean, the defense – had really no pressure on Brady most of the night, let's be honest, still are able to get three interceptions there in the second half, uh, one by Adrian Amos, uh, two by Jair Alexander. You would have thought that would have been enough for the number one offense in football, and it just wasn't. Yeah. Sparky, to me, a key for this defense was actually when Raven Green went down and they moved Adrian Amos up into that hybrid safety spot because he started tracking down some of those running backs. Of course, Chris Barnes coming back, who left the game again tonight with that thumb injury. But Amos has been all over the field. He gets the first pick. Jair gets those two incredible interceptions. And, and Amos asked after the game, did you think that maybe you were going to turn this thing around? At the time, it felt great. Um, you know, it was just battling back. But um, at the end of the game, it, all we really look at is the wins and losses. Um, and we came out with the loss. And, you know, I'm big in looking at myself and, and, and my group, how we just had to, you know, start off a little bit faster. Mike, you know, there's a lot of locker room chatter afterwards. You got any – what happened inside that locker room? What was said? Well, here's the first thing. Now, it's been a long – difficult COVID season for everybody. And I appreciate that, you know, the, that when we've had these long chats for 20 minutes with Devontae right. Adams, Zadarius Smith, none of those guys available after the game tonight. Mm. No Preston Smith. You know, you got Amos standing up. Kenny Clark talked for a little bit, and that was appreciated. But all these other cats are off running and hiding. They're not talking after the game. Maybe they'll talk to us tomorrow when they clean out their lockers. So we were down to right guard Lucas Patrick, about how bad did the guys want to win this one for Aaron Rodgers? What happened in that locker room after this loss? Yeah, I mean, the, there wasn't really too much of a message after the game and when you uh, lose like this and these these ones staying pretty bad. Um, I uh, I can't say Aaron enough what he's done for my career. and Definitely wanted to go out there and win it for him. Um, you know, couldn't get it done and just got to reload and come back next year. Uh Hopefully, hopefully do it for him. But uh, yeah, that, that man's a good leader. He's a good. He's a good person. Definitely wanted to win it for him. What, was he crying? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you during the week. Thank you, Sparky. Thank uh, you, Gary. Yep, take care. Yeah. There's Michael Clemens on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. I have, I have no words after that. Uh, Packers. Well, right, because he's crying? Yeah, I definitely don't... wanted to go out there and win it for him. Um, you have a thing. You don't understand that guys can cry like that. No, I don't understand there. Go out there and win it for him when he's got four years left on his deal. That's yeah. what I don't. Oh, there's nothing there. No, there's that, nothing. That's, that's what just... I'm saying. We didn't no, go out no. there and win it for Ted, who just passed away. We're yeah. going out there winning it for Rodgers, who has several years left on his contract. That's what I don't understand. Why you understand that? Unless they know something I don't know, he's back next year. Winning next year for him. How about well, the year yeah, after but that? You're or in the, the moment, that? Steve. You're in the moment. It's a Hall of Fame quarterback, man. You'll have it another. Doesn't matter. You'll you're have in the a... moment. Has yeah, has has, uh, has Logie ever cried after a game? No. Well, if he keep playing, he will. 31-26, Buccaneers over the Green Bay Packers. We'll get some more of your calls coming up next. Daniel in Los Angeles. we got a dude in Atlanta, Georgia. Another one in got Sydney, Ohio. My God, all over the country. Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Big Show Radio Network. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Packers lose to the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game, 31-26. Don't forget, we'll have the Wendy's Big Show all week long. Myself, Gary Ellerson, who's here, and Leroy Butler taking your calls all week long as we all kind of grieve together over this and try and figure out what's next. Uh, also, for those of you listening in Milwaukee uh, or in the area of Milwaukee or have your radio.com app, uh, we'll continue to have more Green and Gold coverage with Dan Plucker, normally a producer on the Wendy's Big Show. He'll be hosting Green and Gold OT coming up from 8 until 10 o'clock. Green and Gold OT with Dan Plucker from 8 until 10. Uh, if you want to dial it up and continue the conversation, we'll have Matt LaFleur for you and a bunch of other players that talked after the game. Daniel in Los Angeles, you're next on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary Ellerson and me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Hey, guys. Uh, just first things first, I want to say, you know, thank you so much for all the coverage all season for – for someone like me who lives out of state and, and uses the radio.com app to kind of keep up with these things, uh, it's been really valuable. Um, and, you know, and I'm, I'm one of the few Packer fans that I know really well out here. Uh, there are some fan groups out here. Shout out to Scotty and the LA Cheeseheads. Nice. But, uh, <laughs> but being able to stay connected via, via uh, your guys' broadcast has been really helpful. So, first off, thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've had times – to kind of sit on this a little bit, I, I'm still very frustrated and upset like everyone else is. But I mean, you got to look at some huge positives. I mean, guys taking steps forward, back to back 13 and three seasons. Goose uh, uh, Lafleur, this is working. Like, like the end results of the playoffs aren't good, of course, but this is working. And I just look forward to, to draft, uh, free agency, guys taking steps forward. I mean, how good is AJ Dillon going to be next year? I mean, you have to look at as much positive as you can right now in these kinds of things. As long as you don't draft another quarterback in the first round next year, I'm looking forward to a pretty positive offseason. Well, that's just going to be it. And that's going to be where the question comes. You know, what guys will they be able to get back? What tough choices do they have to make of not bringing back certain guys or uh, getting out of contract with certain guys like Preston Smith? We'll have to wait and see. Daniel, thanks for the call. Let's see if we can sneak one more in. John, in Atlanta, Georgia, you're next on the Green and Gold Postgame show with Gary and Sparky. Hey, guys, love the show. Thanks. Um, 
Yeah, that was an interesting game. Obviously, it's Packer fans. It's sad. Um, but tell you the truth, the defense was solid. I mean, getting three picks on Brady, that doesn't happen. Um, and tell you the truth, I'm going to look at that game and just think of that, that call at the end. That was the killer. The refs. I was thinking there was, there was multiple plays, and I don't want to be a whiner here, but there was multiple plays, I'm sure on both teams, that there could have been a flag. But it just seemed like there was more that Green Bay could have got. There was an MVS hold. There was a Lazard hold. I think on the same play that Lazard got held on that INT, there was a massive hands of the face. I don't know if Stu did it, but somebody did a massive hands of the face uh, to our line, which could have been a 15. Um, it, it just seemed like the refs dictated it. And I, I, I feel, I've been feeling this way for 20 years. And I think the refs, they can pick and choose. When they want to take over a game, they can do it so easily. And that's exactly what that was. You know, when you have a, a three-second delay on the flag, it's just too, there's too much fishy to it, fishiness to it. I think that, you know, if, if it was legit, Rodgers gets a chance to win that game. And that, that thing, that's probably a good chance he, he goes down and gets a touchdown. But it's just too fishy. It's too fishy to not call it all game, which is cool if you're going to play it. But to, to do that and pretty much give the game to Brady. With the, commissioner, with the commissioner at the game, by the way. Uh, Roger Goodell was there watching. All right, thanks for the call. Uh, the fishy aspect of it, conspiracy theories, a lot of that going around on social media as well. Uh, what is not a conspiracy theory is the Packers season is over. They lose 31-26. to 26. Thanks for listening to the Green and Gold Postgame Show all year with Gary Ellerson and uh, me the last couple of weeks. Appreciate it. Look forward to doing it. Uh, Appreciate I'm having you, Steve. Getting next season. It was fun to hook up and do yeah. this again, and it'll be yeah. – Maybe not so fun tomorrow listening to everybody cry about the Packers losing, but we're going to do it anyhow tomorrow Steve. for four hours. Gary, Leroy, myself, we have got yep. to go. We have no time. Enjoy the rest of your night. If you're in Milwaukee, stay tuned for Dan Plucker, Green and Gold OT. Toodles! 16 stations strong. The Big Show Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.